Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Top Docs Radio. Brought to you by Hyperbaric Physicians of Georgia, a comprehensive wound resolution and UHMS accredited hyperbaric medicine practice with four offices to serve you. Find us on the web at www.hbomdga.com. Facebook and Twitter at HBOMDGA. Good afternoon, everyone. It's C.W. Hall, your host here on the Top Docs Radio Show. Thanks so much for making us a part of your day again today. Always appreciate those folks who take the time to check out the healthcare experts that we're introducing you to every week here on the show. This week on the Top Docs Show, I'm joined in the studio by Rob and Katie Truax from True Integrative and Wellness Center located in Buckhead here in Atlanta. Rob is a chiropractor and an integrative wellness practitioner. Katie is a licensed therapist who focuses heavily on relationship counseling. Their practice offers a variety of therapy and wellness services provided by over 14 specialists with expertise in individual and couples counseling, chiropractic medicine, therapeutic hypnotherapy, weight loss and nutritional guidance, and a host of others. You're going to want to check these folks out. Rob and Katie, I appreciate you taking time to join us on the show today. Thanks, Thanks. for having us. Yeah, thank you. So talk about your story. How did the True Integrative and Wellness Center come about over time? Rob is a chiropractor and a holistic doctor and has been practicing for a little over 17 years now. And I am a licensed professional counselor here in the state of Georgia, and I've been practicing for um, about eight. And we got together as a dating couple um, maybe about, how long has it been, honey? Ten years ago? Just about, yeah. And so Rob kind of um, walked beside me through grad school and um, developing my passion in the field of counseling and Um, beginning my work as a professional counselor. For the first four years of my practice, I was at a nonprofit in College Park um, serving a lot of different folks of a pretty broad range of socioeconomic statuses and situations. um, For a long time, I was a primary therapist under a grant from the government serving crime victims. so really wonderful work, really rewarding work. Um, but the folks I served had a, a range of different mental and emotional and physical issues that they were struggling with and often didn't have the resources to be able to address them um, or have been so traumatized they didn't feel safe to address some of the other issues that they were they were walking around with. And um, I remember longing for my clients to be able to access the type of work that Rob is doing with his patients. Um, things like um, addressing endocrine imbalances and, and like thyroid issues, um, weight loss from a holistic perspective, um, from a really healthy um, model, um, even just uh, mental and emotional support without the use of psychiatric medication. Um, some folks had been really um, scared by experiences on psychiatric medication and yeah. were hesitant to go back on them, and so we're on nothing. But that wasn't working well for them either. Um, and so we kind of dreamed and, and longed and wished for the ability to kind of um, cross-refer, if you will. And I think at the same time, Rob, if I can speak for you, you had some patients that you worked with up in Buckhead at the time who you, you knew had some emotional or relationship challenges that they were struggling with and wished that you could refer them to me, but that I was kind of out of the geographic area to be able to do that at the time. Yeah, Absolutely. 
So we just kind of started brainstorming about this baby of ours that one day we could create this integrative wellness center um, in a part of town where people were likely to be able to access a range of different services um, to address mind, body, spirit, and emotion in one place that feels really um, welcoming, really comfortable, really familiar for them. Um, so that when they come in, it feels like they can relax and they can kind of breathe a bit and um, really get the healing that they need uh, on all different levels. Mm-hmm. I see that you have a team of 14 clinicians and therapists within the therapy and counseling arm of, of your practice. Can you talk a little bit about that and in terms of the variety of clinical focuses they may offer? Because I, I, from what I understand, some focus on young people, for example, some focus on relationships and individual issues. When you talk about um, the, the type of therapies that folks can gain access to when they link up with you. Yeah. Rob, do you want to start that? And then I can fill in gaps. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have a number of different practitioners because there's so many different specialties within the uh, therapy you know, community. So like like you mentioned, some specialize in relationship issues, couples counseling, marriage counseling, pre-marriage counseling. We have others that just work with uh, children and adolescents. Um, we have some that specialize with uh, eating disorders, some with addictions. Um, so it just kind of spans the gamut, you know, of what someone might be coming for. We tried to build a really good team with a, a variety of specialties so that we can address all the different needs that people might, you know, come to our office um, with. And those are the therapists and counselors yeah. that we have. And, and then we have some other practitioners as well. Um, so you bring chiropractic, of course, and um, holistic health care, which we can talk a little bit more about later what that mm-hmm. means, um, including detoxification, purification, weight loss support, and a whole range of other services. And then we have two hypnotherapists in Interesting. our office. Mm-hmm. So with the hypnotherapist, mm-hmm. what sorts of issues? I, I, I'd assume yeah. like some weight loss and different things like that, or smoking cessation mm-hmm. and, and... Yeah, you know, there's a the two of them are very d- different um, practitioners. And so between the two of them, I mean, the range of what can be addressed in hypnotherapy is really amazing. You do get the very specific... Um, kind of short-term goals, right? Like stopping smoking or cutting back on drinking or sleeping better or losing weight, um, stopping cravings, those sorts of things. You also get folks who come into practice really drawn to a more spiritual aspect of the hypnotherapy. One of our um, therapists, Shay Hudson, he um, kind of jokingly, I think, has begun to refer to himself as a spiritual therapist. He is one of our two hypnotherapists, and he does wacky stuff like um, past life regressions. Or well, That's interesting <laughs> because yeah. I, a book I'm sure he's quite familiar with it based on what you're just telling me, but Journey of Souls, are you familiar with that book? I am not. I know he, he probably will be. Is. Yeah. Uh, it was written by a gentleman who does that. Okay. Yeah, I found it very intriguing, mm-hmm. actually. Um, yeah. I'd be interested in talking to him sometime He's a just really to see cool what his guy. experience is like. He graduated with a degree in counseling from the University of West Georgia. So he has the foundational training that all professional counselors in the state of Georgia get, um, you know, a two-year master's degree um, on top of a bachelor's degree, of course. And then he the, – but the particular program that he graduated from in West Georgia – 
specializes in what's called transpersonal psychology, and that's the union of kind of the mind and the spirit. Okay. Um, so it's a whole training program that's that's geared towards preparing therapists to address those issues. Shay's had some really interesting spiritual experiences that he loves to talk about too. He's just written a blog series that's that's up on our blog and up on our Facebook. Um, I think the first of the series has gone out that talks about his some of his personal spiritual experiences, including out of body experiences and communing with some of um, his relatives who have passed on and uh, stuff that you would think this is this really weird guy right well he grew up in south georgia and has a military background and some hr and his background and then went to school for counseling and kind of has such a diverse makeup well you know i i um when i read the book i mean for me as an individual and the way i've perceived um spirituality and the what are we as spiritual beings and so forth? I, I have to say that from from my perspective, as a, as you ponder, mm-hmm. how do I envision myself spiritually and all of that? Mm-hmm. the The way it was described in the book really resonated. It was already I found it interesting how some of my personal perspectives on that that I had just kind of evolved to over my forty some odd years um, it really reinforce that mm-hmm. pretty significantly. And, and uh, so, yeah, I think it's very intriguing, and I'm sure some of his experiences are pretty interesting. So folks come to him with a, a lot of folks are coming to him to, to kind of deal with those issues as much as anything, I guess. Yeah, sometimes. And, and it can be things like people who don't know their, their purpose in life, right, who might want to use hypnotherapy to kind of get in touch with a core sense of their self, right, a uh, 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 a more primal sense of self, a more spiritual sense of self, maybe that hasn't been as tainted by walking through the world and, and absorbing socio-cultural influences or family of origin influences or messages from people that we can't do things or shouldn't do things, right? So kind of stripping back those layers and beginning to visualize themselves in their lives as their spiritual self and what, what's their highest purpose and what's their highest calling. So it can be used for career issues or relationship issues um, or know people who want to know what they were in their former life so i think that's pretty crazy yeah, I, you know it's, it is it would be uh, an interesting experience for yeah. sure i'm kind of curious yeah. at you know how effective i would be in mm-hmm. terms of being able to be hypnotized for example right and people ask a lot what it's like to be hypnotized um i think there's some misconceptions out there because of you know shows and yeah. clucking on the stage sure. and that sort of thing um, but it's a pretty, pretty interesting experience. Rob and I have done it. We used mm-hmm. hypnosis for the birth of um, our daughter, um, and um, I had tried it out kind of in a professional exchange um, to see what it was like. You know, of course, um, having it in my practice, wanted to know what it was all about. Sure. And um, it's definitely different than that. It feels more to me. I guess my experience. Rob always jokes he falls asleep during. You know, it's just kind of deep relaxation. Um, but, um, for me, it just feels like a deep state of meditation, you know, or deep relaxation. You feel like you remain aware. You know what? The best analogy that I can think of to describe this is that when when each of us is falling asleep, if we're, if we're able to be aware of a moment where we have a choice, if we're aware that we're falling asleep, we're laying in bed and we can kind of feel our bodies getting really heavy, maybe our thoughts starting to drift away, you know, that moment kind of where some of that like jerking happens, right? Mm -hmm. We, there's a choice point there where we can either choose to pop back up into consciousness and stay awake, or we can allow our bodies to kind of go go there. For me, that's similar to what it feels like when you're in 
hypnosis. You're you're hovering around where you're you're aware of what's being said, at least for the most part. Rob's kind of just real chill and laid back and lets himself go pretty deep pretty fast. He doesn't really fall asleep, but just gets super right. relaxed, super yeah. fast. Um, but for other people who have more difficulty kind of letting go of that conscious mind, you can you can be more in control. You can be fully in control mm-hmm. of what's being said and what's happening. So it's it's a really nice experience. Yeah, I definitely feel like you need to be a willing participant. You know, um, it's not something that's like sure. Oh, you're it's out of your control. Yeah, for the for the reason <laughs> you know that you mean? mentioned. I mean, you do have to choose to let yourself yeah, go with it. and absolutely. Not resist. Yeah, that. and I mean, for me, yeah, I do get pretty relaxed. I would say it's a very deep meditative state. Um, and I can and I pop in and out. You know, like some things I don't. I'm not. You know, my mind is drifting off, thinking, and then I'll. Kind of come back and hear what you know what he's saying, and then drift off again, and you know. But um, I'm sure everybody has a little bit of a different experience. But um, but I think one common thing would be, yeah, it's definitely very like kind of like a deep meditative state. We've been talking with Rob and Katie Truax of the True Integrative Health and Wellness Center here in Buckhead. And Rob, take me through your own pro- professional background. You know, what took you into chiropractic medicine, and and then ultimately you you uh, added this extra level of holistic healthcare on top of. It. And we'll talk. And once we once we get up to that point, we can talk more about what are we what are we talking about when we, when we get into holistic healthcare. So tell us your story. Okay. Yeah. Well. Um yeah, so I've been a chiropractor for a little over 17 years now, and really what got me interested in that was just I wanted to help people. So I looked at a number of different professions from physical therapy, occupational therapy, respiratory therapy, you know, um, and just chiropractic kind of resonated the most with me. Um, I don't really like, um, you know, blood and things like that. <laughs> so some of those were out right off the bat, um, you know, and but, you know, chiropractic, it's, you know, we don't have to you know, deal with really any blood or anything, but yet still have the ability to, to help people. And, um, you know, I really like the philosophy of chiropractic, which is, you know, the body has the ability to heal itself, you know, provided that we remove the interference and given, given the proper environment, proper tools, it has the ability to do that. So um, that's what kind of led me into chiropractic. And, you know, I did just what I would say would be pure chiropractic for, um you know, the early part of my career kind of dabbled in some, you know, supplementation and things like that, but, you know, kind of got more serious probably um, about, I would say, 12 years ago, you know, started getting more and more into what I would call, say, holistic healthcare, which is just, you know, looking at the body from a holistic standpoint and, you know, addressing the different organs and glands of the body from, um, a nutritional standpoint, specifically with, you know, whole food supplementation to help kind of rebuild and repair those organs and glands. So, um, and rebalance hormones and things from a natural uh, point of view. So, um, you know, I was doing that on my own. And then, you know, as Katie alluded to earlier, we started dreaming of this, this, you know, wellness center that we would uh, come to create. And um, so from that, you know, it's involved even more so um, as joining our practices and, you know, had, had the ability to kind of expand even more as far as what I was doing and kind of get in a little bit more into like neurotransmitter testing and things of that nature, which is um, something I think is pretty unique to, 
to our practice. You know, I don't know too many practitioners that do that, but um, uh, we have the ability to do the neurotransmitter testing since we have such a large component of our practice that, you know, people coming for therapy, you know, a lot of anxiety and depression issues and things like that. And a lot of people are on medication and maybe it's not working or they want to get off of the medication or, um, or maybe they need some support, but they don't want to go on medication. So the neurotransmitter testing can be a real beneficial tool for us to identify if in fact they have neurotransmitters that are out of balance and if so what can be done to correct those mm-hmm. um so that's been you know something that we've incorporated as well since kind of you know joining forces and it's been been really nice and so when we talk about integrative wellness i mean what exactly are we talking about what is it what does it mean i mean I, we talk about it's holistic we're, talk, we're 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 looking at nutrition and other factors but i mean what exactly does that mean for you um Yes, yeah, so well, if we break it down as far as integrative, um, I mean, the definition for me is integrating different treatment modalities. So whether that's mm-hmm. someone is seeing a therapist, um, maybe that same individual might need some support from a hypnotherapist. Maybe they need some support from me as far as um, supplementation. Maybe they need to get with our holistic health coach around, you know, meal planning and, you know, what they should eat, shouldn't eat, stuff like that. So it's integrating those different um, aspects of self yeah, and life. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, you know, we can provide um, a comprehensive wraparound approach to their well being. Mm-hmm. And so, who needs to think about getting involved with your practice, do you think? Well, can I go back just for a sure. second, CW? So, I just want to differentiate between how we view like integrative versus holistic. So, mm-hmm. what Rob was saying, you know, the integrative piece as far as like integrating different treatment modalities to create a comprehensive plan of care. And of course, we have some, some of our clients or patients just come in the door wanting one thing, and that is absolutely fine. If they just want to get adjusted or they just want to be in therapy, absolutely fine. It's completely up to them. But we do have the ability to create kind of a wraparound. Um, treatment environment for them if they want that and that's how we see things to be integrative holistic to me means two different things one that each practitioner individually and independently is going to be thinking about mind body and spirit um, at the same time so if somebody's coming in for therapy I'm not just going to think about their thoughts but I'm going to think about what's happening for them physically I'm going to think about what their environment is like I'm going to think about Um, what their relationship with other people is like, what their relationship with the higher power is like, if they have one or not, um, or their highest self. And so in each individual treatment modality, we're looking at the whole person, not just an element of a person. The other thing holistic means to me that drives our practice is this idea that we believe, like Rob said, and this is kind of one of the things that tie us together, even though our disciplines are so seemingly so disparate but we we both have in common that we believe people have the innate ability to thrive and to heal kind of from the inside out and that we're kind of born into this world being whatever perfect looks like for us right each of us very different but as we move through the world things happen we we go through stressors we have traumas happen whether those are physical stressors or traumas or relational stressors or traumas or emotional stressors or traumas and those experiences take us away from our core self they're almost like layers of dust that pile on top of this kind of shining core of perfection right if you will that we're kind of born with and we see 
everyone in our practice, right, all 14 of us across disciplines, our goal is to help peel back those layers of the things that have impacted you throughout your life to ultimately bring you back to that perfect shining core where you can thrive, where you feel great physically, not just good, but great. And you feel great in your relationships and you feel great in your ability to be yourself and to live your best life. Um, does that help at all? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I'm kind of curious how often I would imagine somewhat frequently you see people who don't believe they have the ability to thrive. They don't see yes. that in them yeah. that I'm just, my life is against me and, right. you know, dealing from a codependent kind yeah. of perspective. Absolutely. All my power and everything is out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so common. I, I think about my own journey when I started, um, holistic healthcare, um, mm, let's see, about 10 years ago now, I remember Rob had me fill out what's called a symptom survey. And there was on this piece of paper a whole host of things that I thought, of course, right? What? Why am I circling this? Like, duh, doesn't everybody have this, right? Like headaches or, you know, premenstrual symptoms or... Digestive problems. Digestive issues, yeah. right? Yeah, like, of course, right? This is life don't we all you know I grew up very mainstream medicine my mother was an RN and you know we did everything conventionally and and just was used to those things um in addition to back pain from a car wreck that I had experienced eight years prior and um it was like brave new world when he said you know you don't have to feel this way anymore he said you've been feeling this way for eight years talking about the back pain and lord I don't know how much longer with the other symptoms and he said, you don't have to feel this way anymore. And I thought, you are full of it. <laughs> so what, what were you, I mean, clearly in, when, you're, when you're evaluating her situation, mm-hmm. um, not just as a loved one, but as a potential patient that you would be right. looking mm-hmm. at, because I'm sure many pe- right. people come to you like that. I mean, what in your mind, it sounded like you had a bit of a picture already. Of these are some things that I would like to take a look at that I would want to try to prioritize to get in line, if you will. So what, what? Take me through that for you. Where you're coming from when you're talking about you don't have to feel this way. Um, yeah. So when someone comes in, they have a lot of different, you know, um, physical complaints. You know, I I do a consultation with them and kind of you know uh, get into that a little bit more. Find out you know how long that's been going on, what impact it's having on their life, and then you know from that consultation, it does give me a, a pretty good idea of you know, where I might want to start, like you mentioned, prioritizing. Um, And then I can kind of take that a step further. We, you know, through an exam process, a holistic exam, that kind of allows us to, in a non-invasive way, evaluate, you know, organ and gland function and see if we need some support for different organs and glands in the body. How do you go about that? It's um, through a holistic technique that involves um, checking different reflex points that are associated with organs and glands, similar to like acupuncture or acupressure. So there's different reflex points that are specific for the liver or for the adrenal glands or something like that. And so what, you see either a hyperactive or a hypoactive reflex response exactly. to triggering there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we can, you know, test those reflexes to see if they're strong or weak, and then, you know, what would need to be done to, you know, balance those out. Um, and then, you know, in addition to that, we can do, you know, additional testing if we need to. We can do pretty much all of your traditional, 
lab testing that you would get done at a medical doctor. And then we can also do some additional holistic labs um, that, you know, are still done, you know, some medical practices, but not many, you know. Um, we could do different hormonal testing for the adrenals or, you know, we could do um, stool studies for someone has, you know, major GI issues. We can do food sensitivity studies, you know. Um, the neurotransmitter testing I mentioned earlier. So pretty much whatever uh, needs to be done, needs to be done, we can do um, in our practice. And then, um, you know, in addition, like uh, Katie alluded to, the the symptom survey that, which is a two hundred, you know, um, two hundred question questionnaire. It's kind of broken down into different groups, and that kind of helps me also identify, you know, what area that we need to focus on. So when I looked at that and had a, you know, consultation exam with her, it was, you know, pretty evident that, yeah, I definitely think we could help you, you know. It's something I see all the time. You know, the body, you know, again, has the ability to heal if we just provide it with the tools necessary to, to do so. so. The short version is that any symptom we believe, unless you're born with it, we can help it go away. Well, yeah, I mean, a symptom is a symptom. It's, that's all it is. You know, it, there's always an underlying cause, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, just in holistic healthcare as a whole, I feel like we we ask one critical question, that's why. So if someone has a problem, we want to know why. You know, like, why is that going on? We want to get to the underlying cause of the problem, not just treat the symptom. You can do that. You can treat a symptom from a medical standpoint, right? Give them a medication. Someone has high blood pressure, you give them medication, right? And you can also do it from a natural standpoint. Mm-hmm. You give them an herb or some supplement and that can help their blood pressure. But that's still treating the symptom. Mm-hmm. So we want to go a step beyond that yeah. and not just treat symptoms from a, you know, natural point of view, but actually get to the underlying cause of the problem. Why are you having this problem to begin with? And um, sometimes, like, Uh, Katie mentioned earlier, it involves just peeling back those layers and and figuring out, you know, sometimes it's, and we need an integrative approach. They might need some therapy to resolve some issues. They might need some, you know, um, counseling around their, as far as their diet. They might need some nutritional support. You know, they might need, you know, uh, several different things as we kind of peel back those layers. But ultimately, you know, we're going to get to the root cause of the problem and address that so that their symptoms then resolve. And using this patient as a case study, <laughs> you, you had had uh, you had had an accident. You, mm-hmm. you you talked about that it was giving you some back pain. How yep. is that now? Good. I haven't had that back pain. Gosh, I can't even remember. So for for this particular case, uh, using someone like this as an example, what did you find that ultimately led to the resolution of the underlying problem causing you that that pain several years after the fact? For me, it was just a few adjustments. Mm-hmm. I um yeah, I was in a pretty bad for me car accident when I was 16 I was not supposed to be out like many 16 year olds and I it was icy and I was in the back seat and I was not wearing my seat belt and the car I was in skidded off the road and went down caught up an embankment and my body jumped up with no seat belt on and um, my neck kind of hit the roof of the car and um, the doctor said I'd sprained my back and I tried chiropractic once um, again growing up in a kind of mainstream medicine and also a pretty conservative Christian background. My mother wasn't too um, keen on me doing chiropractic, kind of said more that this is my 
cross to bear, if you will. Uh, um, so, for, you know, for, for not <laughs> doing what I was yeah, supposed to sure. do, right? See how God Breaking curfew, <laughs> right. exactly. Bad girl. So um, I went to a chiropractor once on my own, um, and he was this big, sweaty, scary guy who got on top of me and like body slammed me basically and told me that would be $60. That is a 16 year old. That's a lot of money. And I needed to see him once a week for the rest of my life. And I thought, okay, that's not happening. (laughs) So fast forward eight years later, I had gotten to the point where I was in so much pain. I couldn't sleep more than about four or five hours at a time before the pain in my back woke me up. I remember as a, as a teenager, my dad would put boards under my mattress to try to, you know, kind of help alleviate the back pain. And um, just I couldn't sleep, and so we have friends who knew knew Rob, and he said, "You need to, you need to meet him. He's he's you know not your average chiropractor. You know he's not that guy you experienced when you were a teenager. Like he's a great guy, he's a great friend. You 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 know you're gonna love him. You know, and um, you know Rob was very very patient with me and my fears of chiropractic. You know my mother always used to say they'll snap your neck. You know, <laughs> and um, so I was terrified. I was terrified of having that experience or having the same experience that I experienced as a teenager. And he was very patient with me. He walked me through it. He got me x-rays so I could see exactly what he was doing, you know, and where he was going to adjust me and why he was going to adjust me. And it, it didn't take long. Um, it didn't take long at all. I've needed some continuing care. I do have scoliosis in my spine. And so with pregnancy and childbirth, that was exacerbated some. And um, spent a lot of time waiting tables, put myself through a lot of college, but, um, you know, carrying a tray on one hand didn't help the scoliosis. But so, um, I, I love getting adjusted, um, as often as possible now just to kind of maintain wellness, but that same back pains I haven't had in a long, I can't even remember. Something that you had said, Katie, earlier, you mentioned that one of the things as you get to know your patients, you talk to them about their higher power if they have one mm-hmm. talk about that piece of it I'm, i i haven't experienced that of course in in my healthcare interactions over time and and so how do you in, how do you integrate that into mm-hmm. that kind of a conversation do you find people that are like oh why were you talking about that how, how do you how do you implement that yeah i think that comes in more often with some of the therapeutic services right it's counseling um psychotherapy hypnotherapy than it does with you know the more physical based services um but we usually like to kind of meet clients where they are. A lot of times we'll have people come in and they'll, they'll say, well, listen, I'm, I'm a Christian. That's very important to me. I need to work that into my counseling. Okay. Right. Or these are my spiritual beliefs and they might be something different, um, you know, Judaism or Islam. And we can work that in. Right. Or um, we have folks who are really into kind of law of attraction and we can tailor some of the things we talk about like in the, the secret is that what you're like talking the about the secret yeah, yeah we, we just discovered that recently yeah and have been, thoughts uh, become things and <laughs> it's been a big yeah. part of our thought process yeah, now. yeah, yeah. it was kind of stuff. i found it uh, to be quite an intriguing concept yeah, uh, yeah. some of it i felt like I, I i i had a hard time with the concept that um <laughs> focusing on things you don't want, mm-hmm. focusing on particularly fears yeah. um, that yeah. you could draw those things to you. Yeah. Using the terrible tragedy of this last week, I oh really gosh. have a hard time right. believing that those people right. drew that, right. what I believe to be a chance event right. to, to them. You know right. what I'm saying? Absolutely. Uh, but I do believe that focusing on negative energies, putting out negative energies only, 
I do believe you can certainly attract negative energy. I, yeah. I do believe yeah. that that's, that's the case. I'm not entirely... Con- I, I think, I mean, the Earth's got a lot of moving parts, right. and there's a whole lot of circumstance and chance. Absolutely. Things are going to run into each other. Yeah. Um, and exactly, you know, what we're talking about right now is a, a perfect example, right? Because everybody has different beliefs. and you know, My way is right, though. <laughs> of course. Well, yeah. I mean, clearly. You're the host. I'm just stating facts. <laughs> um, but, you know, for other people, it doesn't have to be even like a religion um, or even kind of an organized thing. It could be um, an ancestor, somebody who they were really close to who has passed on that they kind of can think on as a source of nurturing in their lives. I have a lot of folks who, you know, adult clients who um, call on kind of this image of of their grandparents, right, who maybe have passed on that Mm -hmm. they just remember receiving a lot of unconditional love They can have a dialogue in their mind. Mm -hmm. A dialogue in their mind. Mm -hmm. It's particularly helpful, too, when folks have difficulty knowing how to nurture themselves or having compassion for themselves. Somehow grandparents were always able to do that, right? The good ones, right, of course. You know, if we're lucky, remember, you know, grandma kind of pulling us into her lap and rubbing her back and you know grandma didn't have to discipline us or make sure we were in bed on time so it was all unconditional positive regard and and so for folks in therapy when they're really struggling to be able to kind of call upon an image of something that seems loving and compassionate and nurturing and supportive whether that's god or allah or buddha or grandma or a sense of my highest self that this is you know when i'm healed and all this work is said and done and this is i'm going to be my best self right this is what i would do for me and this is how i'm going to hold my body and this is how i'm going to speak to people and this is how my face is going to look when it's content and peaceful right and to be able to kind of lean into that as a source of support in the hard times can be really helpful and that's what I mean by, you know, this idea of kind of higher power. Mm-hmm. It can be whatever people want it to be for them in session. Mm-hmm. And, Rob, you were talking earlier. Talk a little bit more about the neurotransmitter testing. I found that to be intriguing. How do you get at that? And, and say you find an imbalance, mm-hmm. um, where do you go from there? Okay. Yeah, so the uh, as far as the testing itself, it's it's just done through urine. So it's a um, pretty, pretty simple process. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, usually so we have test kits that we just uh, give the patient, they take the test kit home, they, they do it in the privacy of their own home, they send it off to the lab, the lab analyzes it, sends me the report, and then, um, you know, we go over the report with them, and, and the lab does a really good job of, um, you know, identifying the neurotransmitters, whether they're low, high, normal, and then what symptoms can be expected from the level that they currently have. So it might um, give a pretty good picture of why they're feeling the way they're feeling, you know. So like, is it picking up like dopamine or catecholamine? Um, well, you can what, test. What, what are we talking about? You're reading. Um, pretty much any any of the neurotransmitters. So we can test serotonin, dopamine, histamine, glutamate, GABA, epinephrine, norepinephrine, you know, taurine, you know, PEA. I mean, pretty much all of the neurotransmitters we can test for, and you can customize. If you and they're routinely just, in your urine. Mm-hmm. I, had no yeah. idea. And um, so we can test for, you know, a comprehensive, you know, a neurotransmitter study where we look at all of them, or we can just pick and choose if we wanted to just look at, you know, um, some of the excitatory neurotransmitters, we could just do that. If we wanted to just look at some of the inhibitory neurotransmitters, we could do that. So a lot of times, um, especially if someone has like anxiety or depression mm-hmm. or sleep issues, there's some imbalance there. And you know, it gives them some validation to, to get this report and say, well, there's no wonder, 
you're feeling the way you're feeling or no wonder you have difficulty sleeping that you know these neurotransmitters are out of balance your excitatory neurotransmitters are high your inhibitory neurotransmitters are low and that's not a good situation and then the same company that does the testing has specific supplements to correct those imbalances um, and then we can retest and and monitor their progress well to go back to our comment earlier in the show where we were discussing the fact that we have symptoms and we have underlying causes. What do you find to be the typical underlying causes for those things to get out of whack? That's a good question. Wow, that is so a that good we question. can maybe get down to hopefully not having to take a supplement forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I realize that those are you know have some value in in, in places, but just like I really don't want to be taking the statin I'm taking for the rest right. of my life, uh, I would love to be able to manage that naturally. Yeah, and that's yeah we don't just like on. It doesn't make sense to me for someone to be on a medication the rest of their life. We also don't want people to be on a supplement for the rest of their life, you know. So when we put someone on a supplement, it's designed to be in there for a short period of time to either rebuild, repair, or rebalance, you know. So either we need to rebuild or repair an organ or gland or rebalance a hormone or neurotransmitter. So generally, that that process can be anywhere from three to six months, sometimes a little longer, but generally in that neighborhood. And really... As far as what gets us to that point, it's, you know, and it sounds like a simple, you know, one-word answer, but really stress, you know. There's Mm -hmm. different types of stress. So we have mental or emotional stress and physical stress and chemical stress, so toxins and things like that that we breathe in, um, put into our body. And those, so all of those different stressors, if you will, affect different organs and glands in the body, and we, those organs and glands begin to, kind of break down and we begin to get imbalances and and then it just kind of spirals from there you know kind of snowballs um and the brain's no different yeah and the brain's no different so you know you know all of us you know we you know have maybe relationship issues throughout our life you know and we, we come in you know traumas or we witness you know but we're in accidents you know everybody handles things differently what might be traumatic for you might not be traumatic for me and um, so, you know, the way our body adapts and handles that stress is, uh, um, you know, plays a role. And then, you know, like I said, um, eventually just over time, you know, that takes a toll on the body. There's one more thing I think I'd like to add to that, too. And this is kind of a soapbox, so not to get too far down the rabbit hole per se, but there's kind of a growing belief that our country is, and I'm sure most of the listeners will have heard this term, right, overfed and undernourished. The idea that in our culture we have access to a plethora of quick foods at our fingertips all the time. And so what we do, most of us, is we move through our days and we put food in our mouths and we fill our bellies with that food. But most of those foods are relatively low in nutritional density. Mm-hmm. And the foods that are high in nutritional density are the things that if you walk into Whole Foods, you know, you, you, you notice they have a, a football field-sized produce department, right? If we're eating those foods, right, we're getting nutrients. Nutrients are the things that fuel our bodies, right? If our bodies don't have fuel or the nutrients that they need, they start robbing 
what minerals mm-hmm. and help uh, me out here, Rob. Vitamins, minerals, amino acids. I would love fueling mine with Fritos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fritos. An, uh, yeah. Speaking of grandma, Fritos and <laughs> clam dip. That was grandma right there. Frito scoops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're good. So you can get good more of whatever right. healthy fat that's right. that you're going for. Exactly. More of that cheese dip. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> But so when we don't eat with our mouths the proper nutrients, vitamins, and minerals, our body leaches that from organs, glands, bones. And so we end up with nutritional deficiencies mm-hmm. at, a, at a core level um, and imbalances mm-hmm. um, and just weak organs, weak bodies. And weak bodies have symptoms that don't feel good. We've been talking with... Uh, integrative medicine or integrative wellness experts Rob and Katie Truax of the True Integrative Wellness Center in the Buckhead area and and on the nutritional side of things um, talk about because I see on the website Margaret Trinke um, yeah. talk about your weight loss and nutritional component to your practice real she quick. is so cool we just <laughs> love Margaret um, Margaret has a four-year degree in eating psychology counseling which is a really unique profession. And she also um, went to culinary school. So she has a lot of technical knowledge about food and cooking and the how-tos of it. And she has a lot of knowledge about the interplay between um, our relationship with foods, right? The mind-body connection. So she has the ability to help kind of meet people wherever they are as far as their relationship and their issues with food. She can do some really tangible instruction, right, what to eat, when to eat, how to eat it, so that you can either lose weight or gain weight or have less digestive issues or have improved skin or improved fertility or, in you know, strengthened adrenals. And she also has the ability to talk with people, like, on a deeper level about their relationship with food, what food does for them in, in, their, in their lives, what they're, how they're receiving nourishment from their food, um, whether they're receiving nourishment from other places in their lives or not, and um, what the purpose of food is for them. So she's just a a wonderful um, person, a wonderful resource. Um, I'd love love to, to, gosh, just see her thrive at our practice. She just has so much to bring to the table. I had just recently, I don't know how I managed to avoid this information for so long, but just recently had read an article that had been out for a little bit um, written by a thoracic surgeon who talked about the fact that cholesterol isn't the true bad guy in heart disease Mm -hmm. that damaged cholesterol. Is, is, is a problem, but in and of itself, the cholesterol and even high levels of cholesterol in the bloodstream aren't the problem that it's made out to be and that inflammation actually is. Mm-hmm. And it talked about um, the facts that the go, we got into the omega-6 versus omega-3 oil mm-hmm. ratios and how when we were a young species um, that our ratios back then were at, you know, typically one to one, six to three. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's 25 to right. 30 omega-6s to omega-3s. And so now our bodies, are particularly our, our vascular system, gets inflamed and our joints get mm-hmm. inflamed and damages the cholesterol molecules and now they get sticky and all of a sudden we have plaques. Um, so do you integrate that type of discussion into, is, is some of that coming into play? Sounds like it, sounds like it is. You talked about uh, whole foods as a, right. as a, as a thing, not as mm-hmm. a as a brand, right. um, being a, a big part of what you want to try to build your nutrition around or your food intake. Because I you, you, I agree with you that the foods that we grab 
that are quick and easy when it's not just some chopped vegetables or some fruit or something mm-hmm. like that, for example, but tend to be yeah. in the neighborhood of not so good for you on some level. And really, how many people are grabbing chopped fruits or chopped vegetables right. as a snack? Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we have of late. I mean, you know, this is for the, one of the first periods of time for us uh, as a couple that we've really begun to do that. And yeah. I do have to say that both some weights coming off and yeah. then, um, but then also you just kind of, it is better. surprising right. Right. how yeah. you end up <laughs> feeling better. It's kind of yeah. wild. When you eat living foods, you feel mm-hmm. more alive. Yeah. Right. I, th- I mean, I, I definitely think that's a large component of our practice. Well, especially my practice. I mean, not only, you know, do I, you know, we utilize the supplementation, which is, you know, just that. It's a supplement until we can kind of get them, you know, built back up. But, you know, also, you know, giving them, you know, an eating plan that involves whole foods, you know, um, your healthy fats and lean proteins and, you know, just fruits and vegetables and um, grains and legumes that, you know, you know, specific grains and legumes and avoiding certain ones that are inflammatory in the body and things like that. Because a large um, component to, like what you mentioned too, to ill health is is inflammation. So Mm -hmm. that's usually one of the things that I want to work on initially with someone is just reducing inflammation in the body. And we can do that, you know, pretty successfully just through dietary modification, you know, getting rid of those pro-inflammatory foods and and eating more living foods, you know, getting away from the processed foods and eating whole nutritious foods. Yeah, if we think of foods that cause inflammation in the body as as like a stressor, right? And and if our organs have been damaged by a multitude of different types of stressors, um, and we're trying to help those organs rebuild and repair, we have to remove the stressor as much as possible Mm -hmm. in order for that to happen. It's the same as if, you know, an MD had a a patient with a broken leg. You wouldn't tell that patient to keep keep jogging every morning while their leg's healing, right? We have to remove those foods that are are damaging the body in order for the body to be able to heal. Mm -hmm. So you you were talking about supplements, and uh, we talked a little bit about them as it relates to the neurotransmitters and the testing that you do around those but what about others and and what's your approach to those what are your thoughts on those and and when should I contemplate those how long should I rely on them mm-hmm. well in as far as my practice <clears throat> the um, one the supplements that I use are are only sold to healthcare professionals. So they're not going to be supplements that you would find at vitamin shop or GNC or what's the difference? Well, mm-hmm. the supplements that I utilize are designed to be clinical in nature. So that means they're designed to help target specific organs and glands and help those organs and glands rebuild and repair. So, you know, even if they were in GNC or somewhere like that, the average person probably wouldn't know what they were or how to utilize them or how many to take, you know, and that's, that's by design, you know, they're only sold through healthcare professionals that do the type of work that I do. So we know, you know, what someone's presenting with and what supplement would be best for them and how many to take. And we can do all that um, in our office as far as testing to see which supplement, you know, is best for them, how many they should take so that we truly create a customized program you know so in 17 years of practice I've never had two people on the same program because everybody's unique and the other thing I'd like to point out is that um, you know just because something is beneficial doesn't mean you need it you know I I see that all the time that people read something that they see on Dr. Oz right you know I saw this on Dr. Oz so I, I thought I would you know pick it up and I've literally had people bring bags of supplements into my office and it's like 
are, what are you doing with all those? You know, well, you know, I heard they were beneficial, you know? And um, so that's a big component too. A lot of times I'm taking people off of supplements because it's just, it's adding too much stress to the body. You know, you can have too much of a good thing, you know? Sure. Um, so we only want to give the body exactly what it needs. So not everybody needs vitamin D3, you know? I believe you should have your levels tested. And if you're deficient, then absolutely. You know, if you have healthy levels, then we don't need it, you know, unless you live in a specific geographic region where you don't, you know, maybe get much sunlight or things sure. like that. You know, we might need to incorporate kind of a maintenance dose. But, you know, so, you know, everybody's unique. Everybody's different. So we want to, you know, find that supplement that works best for them to help their body heal. And as far as um, how long, um, again, you know, it can vary from individual to individual. You know, some things heal faster than others as far as organs and glands. So sometimes someone might be on a supplement for just a few weeks and then other times they might be on it for a few months. It just kind of depends on someone's presenting with. That's a good point. And that's something that's been a learning curve for me. Um, you know, I keep, do we, do I need a multivitamin, right? And you know, well, let's test you for it and let's see. And sometimes I test that I need it and sometimes I don't need it, right? And we're um, a specific probiotic, like Rob sells I don't know how many probiotics you have. You've got at least six or seven mm -hmm. different ones at our office that you could test on people, you know, and like he and I take a different probiotic. We eat the same diet. You know, we eat almost exactly the same foods. We live in the same environment. Um, but his body needs a probiotic that's different from the one that my body needs. Um, so that's how, that's some examples of how it can, it's mm -hmm. customized. Um, right. And, and certain things can be more time limited than others. Um, Rob just, we went to Florida a couple weeks back and, Rob um, is really fair-skinned and got some fever blisters because he got sunburned, poor thing, and took some short-term um, calci extra calcium lactate to help with that healing process. And then that's something that he needed for about a week and then, you know, doesn't need that So anymore. that can actually shorten the mm -hmm. effects of a cold sore. Mm -hmm. My daughter yeah. deals with that, when, particularly when she first gets out and exposed either to real cold or... Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. severe sun, for example, yeah, that kind of yeah. stuff. It's right. strange how the it stress of that yeah. causes that to happen, but it uh, right. it, it does. It's inter interesting. What was that that you that you were given calcium? Calcium lactate. Calcium lactate. Interesting. It is, and, and he's. I was at the office. He said, "Baby, bring me home a bottle of calcium lactate." And and you know, it had been about a week since we had come home, and he was str struggling with this and fighting it off. And um, I mean, it was like within two days, it's right. gone. It's, it was amazing. Well. We've been talking with Rob and Katie Truax of True Integrative and Wellness Center here in Buckhead and uh, learning about the variety of services that they provide from uh, the host of therapies that they provide with their um, specialists as well as chiropractic, um, weight loss and nutrition counseling. Um, they've got uh, some hypnotherapists there that, uh, that approach hypnotherapy from a therapeutic perspective um, coming from that background uh, before they branched out into hypnotherapy. And before we run out of time, I mean, are, are there some other topics that we want to try to throw some information out there about? Hmm, gosh. I feel like we could talk for days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what have we missed, honey? Uh, I think we... I think we did a pretty good job. I mean, um, you know, well, I guess just touching, circling back around to like the weight loss, I guess the other component oh, would yeah. be the, um, that we do do different uh, purification or cleanse programs, you know, 
again, mm -hmm. customized to meet individual needs. Um, you know, again, we have certain programs that are focused on, you know, reducing inflammation. We do a 10-day, you know, detox program that focuses on elimin uh, eliminating elimin uh, inflammation. We do a 10-day program for balancing blood sugar. Um, have some other different programs for, you know, balancing hormones and things like that. So, again, just, um, you know, seeing what's, what's going on with someone and then, you know, seeing where, where they need to be. You know, we take a very hands-on approach um, and customize it to each individual. Mm -hmm. And we talked about the fact before we went on the air that it is a private practice. We, mm -hmm. we don't interface mm -hmm. with insurance. Correct. Um, tell, tell folks where they can go to link up with you. I've, I've referenced the website a couple of times. It's a nice-looking website with some great information. And, of course, I, I've seen you uh, on uh, social media as well. Mm -hmm. So share with folks where they can go to link up with you so they can get some more information. I'm sure you're putting it out on a regular basis. Yeah, thanks. So our website is www.growhealchange.com. Um, our Facebook is True Integrative Health and Wellness. And that's T-R-U. T-R-U, that's right. Um, and we are also on Twitter at True A-T-L, T-R-U-A-T-L. Um, we have True Integrative Health and Wellness on Pinterest as well. It's a kind of a neat source for um, healthy recipe ideas um, and, and some thoughts on psychotherapy and holistic wellness. Um, we do have a blog as well. It's a blogger, which is Grow, Heal, Change, um, at Blogger. What else? My Facebook is The Relationship <laughs> Therapist, Katie Truax. Um, let's see. I guess that's all of our social media. Is that all? And, of course, when we get the, when we get the podcast page up, then, of course, we'll be linked into all of those uh, respective uh, social media and websites so forth. Yeah, so folks yeah. will be able to just come and check out the podcast and then go straight to yeah. each of those. So. And if people have questions, you know, all the phone numbers mm -hmm. on the website, they end up going directly to me. So, you know, it, that's, I think, one of the things that kind of sets us apart, too, is that, you know, we're the practice owners. We're really hands-on. Um, you're not going to get just a, an answering machine or an administrative assistant. You're going to get the owner. Um, so I can answer any questions folks have when they call mm -hmm. about any of the services we offer and make sure if they want to start care, we, I get them with the right therapist based on what they're wanting to work with or the right um, clinician if they want to address, you know, physical issues and so forth. Well, Rob and Katie Truax of True Integrative and Wellness Center here in Buckhead, I really appreciate you uh, taking some time to share about your practice. Clearly have some nice suites of services that you can provide to help somebody take care of their body and, you know, using natural approaches, which I think that more of us need to do. I think too many people want to take a pill um, and make themselves better without really having to do anything else. And, and clearly that, that in and of itself has its own set of problems that mm -hmm. can come with taking medications, as we talked about before we went on the show today. So being able to introduce people to the practice that you're providing right here in town where they can go and, and get this type of holistic care uh, for their mind, body, and spirit is, uh, is a treat for me. Uh, if you haven't done so already out there, make sure that you link up with the Top Docs Radio Show on Twitter and Facebook. We're at Top Docs on BRX and Facebook.com slash Top Docs on BRX. We link in, as I mentioned, with all of our guests, and uh, that way we can share their information on an ongoing basis. Uh, 
be sure if you haven't done so already on the right hand side of the top docs radio page there is a, a link to the rss feed you can subscribe to us there or you can go to the itunes store under the top docs radio podcast and subscribe to us there because we're constantly bringing you folks like this from around the atlanta area who will give you some excellent information on a host of healthcare topics from disease states to uh, wellness issues like what we're talking about today. So make sure you subscribe and be tuned in to all of these great healthcare experts we're bringing to you on a weekly basis. To my guest today, thanks again. Thank and you. to uh, everybody who took the time to uh, check out the show today, whenever you may be listening and from wherever you may be listening from, we really appreciate you. Make sure you make an appointment to see us same time, same place. We'll see you next week. 